Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamik Berta Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today, but most importantly, I am the happiest man in the world. As you guys who are following the show and following all the histrionics we've been going through for a while, my daughter is back at her apartment and I am here in the micro studio taking care of business. So it is indeed a great day. It is indeed a great day. Personal moment taken here. Personal moment taken here. Anyhow, folks, how art thou doing today? How's everybody doing? I trust that all's fine with todos. Sarah Bithi, good day. Welcome aboard as well, my dear. What's the show going to be about, you know? With all the commotion that's going on, I had a hard time coming out with exactly what's, what's, what we're going to talk about. But, you know, I broke down into what is occurring right now. So I came up with progressives continue to hold the line. I hope we continue. Progressives continue to hold the line. All or nothing. I still believe in the mantra of all or nothing because you know what? There are some who, based on how things occur, have always been relegated to nothing. And then, of course, there is Republican politicians are both pretzels and liars. And you know what I mean by pretzels, right? You'll see what I'm talking about a bit later, but we're going to talk about that. Let's see who else we have with us. Sarah's still here. We are still waiting on Le Passi. Did we get all our people on YouTube's connected? Everybody seems to be connected thus far. Anyhow, anyhow, coffee party connected. Coffee party connected as well. Well, I better make sure that coffee party is connected before we get moving because, you know, all these connections matter. All these connections matter. Anyhow, how are my peeps doing? Look, um, last night I listened to Cory Bush. Last night Cory Bush was uh, on... Uh, she was speaking to Joy Reid. And Cory Bush made or gave the best assessment. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Stealing on local level. Uh, who is that? Reduced flooding. I am not sure about that. You're talking about the flooding in Kingwood and all these other places. I get you. I get you. I mean, the, the stealing occurs right through and it's something we do have to solve. Lawrence Sims. Blessed and issuing blessings to you and yours. Thank you so kindly, Lawrence Sims. Appreciate that very much. Anyway, Cori Bush. She is the congresswoman from St. Louis, Missouri. And she has a history. And I think people have to understand this. Because many of these politicians don't have a clue. And I think I better put the topics on the screen for now. Uh, that's the topics of the day for those newcomers, those that are just those who are just coming. Progressives continue to hold the line. Republican politicians are both pretzels and liars. Progressives so far are not taking the bait. They must be sure that Build Back Better supports all line. Republican politicians continue to be pretzels for Trump. Anyhow, uh, as I was saying, uh, as I was saying, Cory Bush has a history. Cory Bush was, uh, is a, a regular average citizen out of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, that, her particular district was run by a dynasty. It proves pretty much that it doesn't matter hue, race, or otherwise. There are certain people in power that their sole responsibility is in maintaining power and not taking care of their districts. They make deals uh, they sell their souls, they sell their people out, etc., etc., etc. Just look at her district to see 
exactly what I'm talking about. Cori Bush gets elected. She overthrows a district. This is a woman that has been homeless. This is a woman that has slept in her car. This is a single mother. This is a woman that has not, that's been on welfare. This is a woman that has fought all her life. She understands what it is like to be just a citizen trying to make it. Not begging for anything from anybody, just trying to make it. She lived it. So, she's a part of the Progressive Caucus in uh, Washington. I've tried to get an interview with her, but her people have yet to get back with me. I really want to have her on, just like I had Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I want to get her on because, uh, and I haven't gotten Cortez in a while. You know, she's big now, so we, we'll still get, we'll eventually get her again. But, Cory Bush stayed in a car. She lived in a car. She understood what it was like. She goes to Congress. And now the president is begging all of those in the Progressive Caucus. Take my word. The Senate is going to pass the bill. The Congress, the Senate are going to pass the bill. Of course they're going to pass the bill. They're going to pass something. The question is what? So the president comes up with a new framework. And they ask the president specifically. Are they going to pass the framework as stated? He says, I, uh, I, I, I believe they will. In other words, they didn't say definitively. Uh, it's, cinema comes out with an article, a statement, and says she's still working and expects the bill to pass. Manchin says he's reading the 1,700-page bill, which, um, again, uh, we had the leader of the caucus, uh, uh, Pramila Jayapal, who came out and said, we have to have the language of the bill and the assurances that all 50 senators are going to pass that bill on change. Because here's a kicker that you guys don't realize. Congress can, the, the House of Representatives can pass, bill by, uh, pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. And if they pass that bill, it is law as written. Even though many progressives only supported that bill that they didn't like with the assurances that certain additional things that support more people will be presented in the Build Back Better bill, also known as the Reconciliation Bill. That's the only reason they voted for the other bill. Now they want the, they want the, the progressives to go out on faith and say, uh, we are going to pass the bill without any assurances that says whatever comes out of the House that goes to the Senate who also has to approve that bill will be approved on change. Folks, if you're on YouTube, please remember to give me that thumbs up. Make sure the algorithm works. If you are on Facebook, give that like to the Please remember that. Yvette Avery Herod, afternoon PDR Posse. Welcome aboard, my, my dear lady. Eric Hayes, Egberto, you got that right. Most politicians don't have a clue. Eric Hayes also says, these politicians haven't even read the damn thing. It's 1,700 pages and has things in it. No one knows what it is. Of course, if you have a country this size, there are a lot of things you're not going to know about. So anybody who makes that argument, they're fooling themselves. They're actually pretty darn silly, to put it bluntly. What you want to know is the framework. Anyhow, so continuing the discussion. They want, they want Democrats, or rather progressives, to just go on faith. 
People have asked Manchin specifically, are you going to support the bill? We are working at it. So why then should we ask the progressives to go out on a limb knowing exactly what Manchin represent and who cinema serves? We cannot have that. We should not have that. We should not work with that at all. Again, folks on YouTube, I see few users, but I don't see all those thumbs up. We need those thumbs up. So I ask you so kindly for the algorithm's sake. If you're on YouTube right now, please give us that thumbs up. If you are on Facebook Live, and let me check my Facebook stream here, I would urge you and ask you so kindly to give us that thumbs up. E2247 says, uh, hello folks. He also says, is it true or is it uh, Jayapal talking? Pelosi and Biden threatening progressives to vote yes on Building Back Better Act. They can vote. They, they are, that is true, by the way. That is true. They are saying they're going to bring the bill up. But Pelosi is smart. Pelosi has never brought a bill to the floor that she does not know the outcome. And right now, most progressives are holding the line. The question is, will they continue to hold the line? And I tell you, at, at, at the Daily Coast, a few people have gotten on my case. Let me see. Let me run over to the Daily Coast to see how many have complained so far about what I think is actually necessary. But at Daily Coast, some folks are saying, look, we have a bill. Give the man his win. Go ahead and give Biden his Coast. win. We Some folks are saying, look, we have a bill. We cannot give the president a win on the Build Back. If the Build Back Better bill, if we don't know exactly what it's going to be. And let me explain it this way. We asked in this last election, we went out when we campaigned. When we formed all these different organizations from, from uh, uh, Indivisible, uh, Swing Left, and all these other organizations were formed, we walked the streets. We, we enrolled people. We registered people that had never voted before. We registered young people who said, we don't believe in the political system. Why the hell vote if it doesn't matter? We told them, please, do it this time. Because we're going to make a difference this time. It is, progressives have got to go down on the sword on this one. I think our base, meaning those people that we promised all these things, would, much, would feel much better to get absolutely nothing if what we did was sold out the lower end of the base. Remember what always happens. They like to say, let's come to the middle. Let me tell you what coming to the middle means. Coming to the middle means supporting all those who we've always supported. Uh, if, if, let's give a perfect example of this. Who, why aren't people rushing out to work right now? Why are women dropping out of the workforce? First of all, it shouldn't be that we always automatically think childcare women. We shouldn't automatically think that but that is today's reality. Childcare, mostly women. Childcare, mostly women. What does that mean for the workforce and for women advancing financially? It means that if we don't have instituted policies to give women 
uh, the ability to take their kids to have affordable, affordable childcare, etc., etc. What happens then? They have to stay home. They are on welfare. They are on WIC. They are on food stamps. But men, they continue to do their thing, and specifically a particular group of men. The build, the, the infrastructure bill is to build roads and bridges and skyscrapers and fix airports. Who do you think mostly get employed by those industries? Think about it. But the things that we need in the Build Back Better bill, childcare, stipend for, I mean, stipend for women who have, or stipend for families who are paying their taxes, etc., but don't pay enough taxes to get the credit back that other wealthy people get because they happen to be in a profession that pays them quite a bit. Is that fair? No, it's not. They want to extend that just for one year as opposed to making it permanent. Basic, input, basic income has been a proven success everywhere it has been tried because it doesn't deter people from working. It makes sure that people have a livable earnings so that they can survive a respectable life. So all these policies that are in Build Back Better support a particular kind of people. The particular kind of people are mostly women, poor white people, people of color that are not, not in, the, up in the middle classes. Those are the people that, that, that mostly get support from Build Back Better. And Cori Bush said it best. She said, I'm tired of every time they tell us to come to the middle, it means leaving those people behind. Leaving those people behind. All of the times, they are asked to take, to get behind. But those in the middle, they're always made whole. Because they're in the middle, right? They're always made whole. So the answer is simple. So far, the progressives are holding the line and the article that I have that I that I referenced inside of um, of the show today is titled Pelosi delays infrastructure bill. So this goes to what you're saying E two two four seven. Pelosi, let me bring that up. Pelosi went ahead and uh, Pelosi del delays infrastructure vote as progressives refuse to budge without Build Back Better Act. House progressives have once again demonstrated what effective collective power can do if we stay united in our fight for transformative policies for the American people. U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Thursday abruptly delayed a vote on bipartisan infrastructure legislation after progressives reasserted their commitment to not vote for that measure without also advancing the Build Back Better budget reconciliation package. Instead, the House voted Thursday night to temporarily reauthorize transportation funding, which, can, uh, which came hours after President Joe Biden announced a drastically watered-down version of the social spending plan. E2247, I need to come to you to make a mention of something. What they wanted to do is they wanted to hold a noose around, they wanted to hold a noose around the progressive's head. And what was that noose going to do? That was going to say, Wait a minute, we need that transportation bill. If we don't get that transportation bill, we're hosed. Government closes. So you have to pass the bill back better. 
Progress said, hell no. You go ahead and pass a reauthorization of just the transportation thing so that we can continue. We're not going to budge because we know as soon as we pass the bill back, or rather the, the, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, we know what you guys are going to do. You guys are going to find every kind of excuse to kill Bill Back Better. All right, let me start going to some of my, my peeps here because you guys have been posting and I've been ignoring you. I've been ignoring, so you guys have been posting. Let me, let, let, let me tell you a little something here. Uh, Eric Hayes says, message to progressive and conservatives. Don't pass crap. It has stuff that is damaging to the country. Hey, can't even take care of the crisis. We have now like supply chain and border and others. Let me remind Eric Hayes. The supply chain problem is a failure of the private sector, not government. Commerce, ordering products, is controlled by the private sector. If you want to blame somebody, blame what I've always blamed. The capitalist system decided that they were going to have just-in-time inventory. Just-in-time inventory means if there is a blip in the supply chain, that what will happen is exactly what's happening right now. So if you want to blame somebody for the supply chain issue, it's not government. I, if I were Biden, Biden says, oh, I'm going to force the ports to open 24 hours. I'm going to do this. Biden should not take any control over the supply chain problem. That's a private sector. He should say, hey, guys, that's a private sector that's causing this problem. Would you like we the people to assist the private sector? And then assist knowing that it's the government coming to the rescue of a failed private sector whose sole concern is profit. And not you, the people, you are always holding water for the private sector, for the corporations. You're always trying to defend them. You are like a slave. You are a slave saying, Massa, 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 how many more times can you kick me? And I'll still be on your side. The private sector is screwing the American people. That supply side, supply problem is not a government issue. So learn, Brother Eric Hayes. It's important that you unchain your mind and understand what's going on. I, I hope that's why you visit with us at Politics Done Right, so that we can all learn together. Pelosi pushes progressives to cheerlead uh, the gutted Build Back Better Act. True or false? Well, we have to cheerlead. Look, even if the bill is $1.75 trillion, it's going to do some good. But the problem is, what is it going to do? They're not trying to, they're trying to cut the things out that help the least. We can't allow that. Deduct that quacks. Thank you for doing that, 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 that thumbs up. And those of you listening on Facebook and both those of you listening on YouTube, give me that thumbs up, people. Give me that thumbs up. Get that video going. Pam Makwa, welcome to Politics Done Right. She says, Democrats are going to do very poorly in the midterms. At this point, I don't even care anymore, and I believe more voters feel the same. Pam, with all due respect, and you know I respect everybody, the reason things are going badly is exactly because of that. We have ceded power to, we have ceded power to those who will continue to do wrong. Let me tell you what. You really want to empower our people. You really want to empower what needs to be done. Don't say, I'm done with this. Go ahead and say, 
I am going to get more people to go vote for progressives. Don't believe the crap you hear on TV. Oh, the Democrats are killing themselves because they're fighting among each other. No, we're fighting. Democrats are fighting. But progressives are holding out because they're saying, we want to fight for you. It's the other half of the Democrats that are screwing you. And that is what you have to get in your head. It's not about saying, I don't care anymore, my sister Pam Macqua. We can't go there. So I, I want you to respond to me, Macqua, on this issue. I wish you could call him, but I don't have that part of this system working yet. But we have to keep our eyes on the ball. They want you. The, the, the blue dog Democrats don't care if we lose in, in, uh, in, in uh, 22. You have to understand that cinema doesn't care if she loses. She's already paid for by the corporatocracy. Manchin doesn't care if he loses. He's already paid by the corporatocracy. They are in the Democratic Party to ensure democratic rule doesn't really occur. And that is what we have to get in our cranios. That is what we have to get in our heads. Please, please, please. We can't allow them to get away with it. You have to stay engaged. My motto is uh, it's a citizenship should be a requirement. Or rather, political engagement should be a requirement for citizenship. Check it out. All right. The almighty Biden wins in is all that matters. Wow. Power and intel. No, it's not the almighty Biden. It's a right thing win. I wasn't a Biden supporter, but he's a hell of a lot better than Donald Trump by orders of magnitude. The duck that, uh, that quacks. Pelosi 1000. Trumpolini won. I love that one, brother. <laughs> Eric Hayes. Who cares about the promises to a few? What matters is that what is best for America. What is best for America is what is best for every individual group within America. Not that some people do. Look. If a person make a, a billion dollars and another person make a dollar. The average amount of wealth there is half a billion dollars. It looks pretty good, but... You have a, somebody that's suffering very much. So no, that statement is absolutely wrong. It's not what's best for America. It's what's best for all people within America. Let's get it right. E2247, Unger pleads with folk, with folk to talk on what's the bill, not the number. I agree with him. Correct. Uh, Eric Hayes, if people don't go back to work, the country is sunk. Anyways, when a freaking disaster we have now and people off jet... Oh, people will go back to work. Pay them. You want them to work? Pay them. We have to end slavery. We have to end antiseptic slavery. If you notice, those pizza shops that decided... This, this ice cream maker did an experiment. He put out a job paying minimum wage. Nobody showed up. All right? He started to pay $15 an hour. He couldn't get the applications to stop because... High school kids were coming in $15 an hour. People say, well, high school kids don't deserve $15 an hour. Yes, they do. They're going to take that $15 and go to the mall and go to the movies and go to the Sonic and everywhere else and spend that money and put it into the economy. And guess who that helps? It helps us all. Simple-mindedness and simple thinking is what hurts this country. And there's a group that wants simple-minded thinking so they can continue our realm of antiseptic slavery. May Wood, hello from Long Beach, California. Hello, Way. What have I missed? You've missed that I've said I'm the happiest man in the world. My daughter is back home at her apartment. We're doing politics done right from the mini studio that you guys built. And sometime I'll get her on video sometime and say, hey, baby, let's do a little interview so that my people can see that she is coming back slowly, but she will be back. The duck that quack says, 
I am often surprised by how many folks are comfortable with 2% having 98% of all wealth. You and me both, the duck, but we're going to change that. Daniel Ledo, my brother Ledo from Kingwood, Texas. Why are the American people on the hook for other people's decisions? I don't know. Why are we on the hook for the Constitution written by a whole bunch of men who did not care that I was only three-fifths of a person? Why are we living through a Constitution that has denied so many so much? Why did we have to amend the Constitution so many times? You see where I can take that argument, Daniel Ledo? Be careful with the arguments you make. I can always top it. The duck that quacks on paid medical debt still puts one thousands, put thousands in bankruptcy and the 2% are comfortable with that because they run debt. You know, uh, the professor, doctor that I interviewed, Dr. Richard Wolf, said it best. That is what really turned me on to the fallacy that is capitalism being good for everybody. I went to one of his seminars and he drew a chart and he said, how could we have had stagnated inflation for so long and at the same time people were buying more stuff and getting more stuff i didn't get it i was too stupid to get it i wasn't informed notice i said i was too stupid to get it all of us are ignorant and silly until we learn that's why we all learn together here's what he said he said i'm watching this stuff and then he drew this chart and he drew a chart that showed after Reaganomics started, a straight line across a horizontal line for wages, a virtually horizontal line, meaning wage stagnation, people not making more. But people are spending more. That's when we got free credit. Credit was cheap, and then credit was not so cheap, but people still got credit. You could get as much credit as you wanted. So in effect, it was enslaving Americans through debt instead of paying them for their worth. Think about that. I'm not going to pay you more money, but I'm going to allow you to have a lot more debt. What that means is as you grow, you continue to spend. You don't make more money, but now you are in debt to the master. And you can never get out of it. And you die in debt. But people don't care if you die in debt. You know why? Because they've, they've already pilfered you through interest. They've already pilfered you through the work and labor you have already provided them. But unless we understand how this works, we continue with antiseptic slavery. Continuing, uh, Eric uh, E2247, Eric talking U.S. back to 1870 is not what's best for you call America. What ain't? The U.S. see its name in the Constitution. The Doug that quack says shortages are great for price runoffs. And it's false shortages. We don't have a shortage of oil. We have a man-made shortage so that we can screw the American people. So when Eric Hayes comes out and he says, well, why, are, why is Biden begging Saudi Arabia to pump more oil if he believes in, in all this? The reason why is simple. Because there ain't no shortage. The shortage is there to create an issue, a campaign issue for some. Uh, <laughs> the duck that quacks says capitalism strives on demand. He's correct. The duck that quacks says push the price up a couple of more clicks. We're running out. Eric Hayes replying. I won't talk about Eric Hayes. Uh, that, that, okay. Blame, blame, blame. And just wait. The current policy decision will prove to fail and people will revolt. Will there be votes started? Again, I, I don't know what it's going to take to unchain un un your mind, Eric. But keep coming. You're still coming. So it seems that you do want something here. 
that we have to offer. Peggy Lopez, good morning. All only here long enough to say, I think most American workers are suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. I love you, girl. You're absolutely right. That is the syndrome we suffer from. Stockholm, the person that is whipping us, the person that enslaves us, the person that's kidnapping us. And we're saying, do it again, please. We're on your side. Like, you remember... You remember, uh, Patch, uh, what's her name, uh, from the, 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 the newspaper woman that got into, um, the arrest, that she got into robbing banks in the 70s, uh, the hearse, hearse, the hearse girl, that's what happened to her. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes, I'll take it that you're never noticed that while conservative ideas and programs like lowering taxes on the rich and program has always led to higher deficits and ultimately a financial crash. But positive ideas, policies, and programs have always resulted in lower deficits, more profits, and better business environment. You know, it's, you know, thank you for telling that, Maywood, because the other thing that they fail to understand as well is that if you take a look at democratic policy and republican policies we've always had less debt under democrats because we pay for what we spend they don't All right. yay ashley's home yes linda she's there linda joe kessinger my baby's home lawrence sim says six republican senator seats are available for taking in 2022 and if done we can have a better opportunity to get what we miss in 2021 which also means getting rid of the filibuster don't let them fool you Replying to Eric Hayes, uh, let's us hope and pray Republican policies have proven so disastrous. Daniel Ledo, I love when he does this, okay? I love when he does this because he buys into the lie about the three-fifths uh, compromise. Here's the deal. There is a three-fifth lie again. He knows it is a lie and yet he lies to serve his agenda. No, I, the, the, conservatives like to look at the three-fifths compromise as something that is just that it was just that somehow they reduced it to give the South a little bit instead of giving every black person in the South a full personhood vote that they just made it three-fifths uh, so that they couldn't count all their black people because the black people in these states couldn't vote so in effect they they, they try to spin from the other side which says uh, we are only counting the vote for this the, for the amount of people you're going to get in the house as three-fifths of a person it's not a lie, folks. If you count black people as three-fifths the population for the population accounting into how many Congress people you're going to get in Congress, it means that black folk are considered three-fifths of a person. There's no hyperbole here. That's just what it is. And the fact that, that our, our, the people who created the Constitution were okay to create a Constitution that compromised on humanity tell you you have an inhumane document there are no two ways about it if you compromise on humanity you have an inhumane document punto y final there's no argument there every case i forgot to add neoliberalism i'm completely against neoliberalism so if you believe that you're on my side the duck that quack says labor fourth the highest bidder who'd had thought that capitalism after all it's you know the duck that quacks. That is what's so funny. The worker are just asserting their worth. They're just saying, if you want me, pay me. Egberto in Daily Coast today. Progressives continue to hold the line. Republican. Daniel Ledo. Enslaving Americans, their own choices. We are. Why are you talking this joker seriously? 
oh, I'm a joker because I'm telling the truth. If you are not, if you cannot see, if you don't have a company, if you don't own your own company, and you don't have the resources for a company, but you have your, your labor to provide others, and others provide it in a slaving methodology, then it is enslaving. It's not your choice. It's your obligation. It's what you have to do to survive. E2247, thank you for giving me her first name. Patty Hurst, absolutely so. Lauren, you know, that's why I love you guys. You guys are so damn smart. Lauren Sims, what, what you just explained about credit is the same concept as sharecropping and one owning their soul to the company store. Uh, Lawrence, you get it. You get it. Because that's what they did here in West Virginia, coal country. West Virginia. You know, it's funny. Joe Manchin is from a, a state that enslaved, for the most part, white people. Right? Because the company store owned you. Right? You went ahead and they paid you in, in, in tokens. And you could only spend those tokens at the company store to buy your bread, your milk, and all this kind of stuff. They don't tell you. They don't teach people this. They don't teach Americans this. They don't teach West Virginians that that could be a different way. They don't. Eric W., welcome aboard on YouTube. Please remember to give me that thumbs up to get us going, brothers and sisters. E2247 says, yay, Ashley. Yes, to yay, Ashley. And hey, guys, this, this woman is strong and she's coming back. From somebody who couldn't walk three weeks ago, to somebody who can take over 650 steps continuously, who was standing up for almost three hours yesterday. Yes, that's power, baby. That's power. That's my daughter. Anyway, continue with what we're talking about. Um, let's see. Let's see what else we got to do. Oh, I got some videos for you. I want to show you Roy Blunt. Somebody turning themselves into pretzels to support Donald Trump, to lie about progressives, and to move on. Let's go ahead and get busy. Let me set it up right so I don't get the wrong channels. This one I had to put together. Uh, let me set it up a bit. Roy Blunt is a, is a seasoned politician, a seasoned senator. One would think that he should not fear Donald Trump. One would think that he could actually come out with statements that promote republicanism and at the time protect democracy by, give, by taking on what the host has told them about Donald Trump. Check it out, then we'll take it on the other side. The insurrection took place on November 3rd, Election Day. January 6th was the protest. Was Election Day an insurrection? You know, I think the election was what it was. There's a process you go through that determines whether or not the early uh, reports were the right reports, and we went through that process. And uh, I'm, I'm of the view that the best thing that the President Trump could do to help us win majorities in 2022 is talk about the future, and he can be an important part of that, this 22 effort, uh, but I think better off to talk about the future than to focus on uh, the past in every election. Every election should be about the future, and I think that's what this next one's gonna be about. Well, he still this week was making these false election claims. On Thursday, Arizona should decertify their fake election results immediately. Also Thursday, they, the Biden administration, are only really good at two things, rigging elections and misinformation. So he's still talking about the past. And a lot of Republicans, a lot of Republican leaders in, in the House, other members of the Senate, are standing with him on this. Doesn't the party have to disavow the challenge to the election? in order to, you know, go forward. 
You know, I, I think uh, President Biden and the Democrats are giving us plenty of things to talk about. We don't need to keep focusing on on but the Republicans past. are Republicans keep talking about well, the past. I, I'm not. And and I don't think I don't think many Republicans in the Senate are. I think we're talking about bad tax policies, bad environmental policies, uh, bad uh, take uh, national takeover of the election process. There, there are plenty of things for us to talk about. And I, I think we're talking about them. I'm there. I'm there every day. And I hear Republicans concerned, as they should be, about this, the process that the Democrats are going through But they're through also right denying now. the reality of January 6th. Republicans refusing the commission, not joining the, the House Select Committee. Uh, Steve Bannon, only nine Republican House votes to punish him for violating a House subpoena. Well, you know, I think a lot of this discussion is obviously driven by the media, just like this is here today. We could be talking about Senate rules. We could be talking about tax policy. Well, if we could Republicans be talking about these new entitlement the reality, policies. It's, it's not the media that's, uh, you know, going against the reality of what happened on January 6th. It was the worst attack on our government, on our democracy since the Civil War. Oh, I agree with that. In fact, on January the 20th, I was at the podium at the Capitol chairing the inauguration, and that, trans that peaceful transition of power that we saw that day is one of the most important things we do. And uh, I was able to chair the inauguration four years earlier, and four years later, it was the same important message we sent to the world, and I think we effectively did that. Well, to that point, if the former president keeps denying the reality of the... The election and of Joe Biden being the president, should that disqualify him from being a candidate as he suggests he wants to be in 2024? Well, you know, there are constitutional provisions about being a candidate and having opinions that other people may not agree with is not one of those provisions. He can be a candidate if he wants to be, but again, I think what President Trump could do that would be most helpful right now would be a focus on the policies that aren't working. Uh, you know, his policies at the border were working, his regulatory policies he, were working, his tax policies were working. Uh, but we see that those policies for Democrats with these narrow majorities they have aren't working. I hope that's where he focuses. But, uh, I, you know, I don't manage his time. Or know, his, but if or he his doesn't comments. concede the election, would you support him in 2024? Well, the election for 2020 is over. Uh, I'm focused on 2022, and it's a long time between now and 2024. He has uh, basically excommunicated Liz Cheney from the party, as has Kevin McCarthy, uh, primering her and all the rest, just for trying to investigate what really happened. What was the conspiracy behind January 6th? Uh, do you think there's a place in the Republican Party for Liz Cheney? Uh, you know, I think uh, Wyoming voters are going to decide if there's a place for her in the House or not. But the, it's a it's a broad party with uh, lots of things we ought to be focusing on. I think, again, uh, what defines the future of the Republican Party is how we react to the debate that's going on right now. Uh, Democrats are having an incredibly hard time getting where they'd like to be. You know, they've decided uh, that they've got a mandate when there's clearly no mandate. The Senate couldn't possibly be closer. The House majority is the closest Democrats have had in 170 years. And frankly, the only thing that Joe Biden and Donald Trump agreed about in 2020 was they both wanted the election to be all about Donald Trump. There is no mandate. Uh, pretending you do is going to have real consequences well, in both 22 and 24. Let me now, before I go into any basics there, 
uh, Andrew Mitchell, why didn't you push back when he, when he, the new phrase that Republicans are using? And I want everybody to be aware of this. This is very important because they, uh, they know how to use phraseology. The national takeover of elections is what they're calling bills to avoid voter suppression, voter fraud, and, and having local officials overturn local elections, okay, or national elections. Remember, the bills in Congress are to prevent overthrow of the, the popular, what people have voted for, to prevent voter fraud, and to prevent uh, people, to prevent all this voter suppression that Republicans are doing in 26 states. By allowing these people to come onto TV and call it nationalizing elections, uh, you, you, you do a disservice to Americans because they start to use that nomenclature. They start to use that narrative. And that's the false narrative. The voter bills is a bill that Republicans and Democrats alike have always voted on in order to protect the American voter. Now what they're trying to institute is a form of fascism. Now also, she never pushed back when he said Trump's tax policy worked. Really? All the taxes went to the wealthy and to corporations who used it to buy back stock that made the wealthier wealthier as their capital gains increased because of said tax buyback. Um, when it comes to tariffs, guess who paid the tariffs? The poor people. When their, when their semiconductors and all these things went up in prices, who paid it again? It wasn't, it, the tax came into the coffers, but it was paid for by the American people. No pushback. That's what I'm talking about. But you know, you see how they're attacking, oh, Republicans are, I mean, Democrats are fighting among each other. But when these clowns come on TV and spill, they sound like they are sensible. We've allowed it. We've got to stop that. That is what, that is why you have a politics done right. To pull the crap out of what these people say. Anyhow, folks, I, I lost my time. I forgot what time it was so it's time for me to do my ask and what i need to say thus far is folks please remember if you are on youtube right now click that join button why are you clicking that join button you allow us to continue to do what we're doing making sure that we tell the truth making sure that we don't allow you to be snowed making sure that those blogs are in the space in the in the in youtube in in instagram in google to make sure when people are doing real searches they find the truth anyway if you're not on youtube and can't click that join button please go ahead and click politicsdoneright.com slash youtube i've have it in the feed politicsdoneright.com slash youtube you can also support us by becoming a patreon patreon is at politicsdoneright.com slash patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n p-a-t-r-e-o-n and of course we still like paypal we may not like the owner, but we like paypal politicsdoneright.com slash paypal paypal you know what that is p-a-y-p-a-l politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can either do it monthly or support in any form that you like. Now, look, it's starting to get cool right here. I'm in Washington, D.C. and went out to get some juice for my daughter and guess what happened? It was cool and it was windy. You know what would have been great? If I had on my Politics Done Right hoodie. I didn't have my Politics Done Right on hoodie, but you can get the Politics Done Right hoodie, Politics Done Right cap and everything else at politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. Please do that by purchasing our products with our logos on it you don't only advertise the good programming that we do but you also ensure 
that we can continue to do what we're doing. Of course, my books, Politics and Right, you want to learn about antiseptic slavery and all these things that are not taught because we are indoctrinated as, as Americans. They don't tell us the truth because the masters must continue mastering. The masters must continue this antiseptic slavery that give you the semblance of prosperity. Politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. That is how you can get a lot of this information. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. It teaches you about the economy and the lies you've been told about the economy in an easy-to-understand manner. You can then talk to anybody who tries to refute you. Then comes how to talk to your right-wing relative, friends, and neighbors. Why do you need that book? Because you know what? Talking to the choir is not enough. Just like I entertain people of different persuasions. Daniel Ledo, who is a right-winger. Eric Hayes, who is a conservative. I want to hear everybody's input. I want to talk to everybody that's in our group here. Why? Because it is it's a meeting of minds that ultimately get things done. So uh, I give you some techniques in, uh, in that book. Plus, I talk a whole lot about the economy in there as well. And then, of course, how do we change an economy? How do we have a true free enterprise system that supports us all? That is in the latest book. How to Make America Utopia. we got to get, take this rigged economy away from those who rigged it. Take the economy away from those who rigged it. So if you go to politicsandright.com slash books, you can, you can actually support us doing that. And then, of course, there is the catch-all where it tells you all the different manners that you can make sure that we stay around for all. That is politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. Before I go to the last video... Let me go ahead and continue reading for you great people. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Maywood says, replying to Daniel Ledo, perhaps because he's speaking the truth. We are enslaved by your choices to listen to and follow the corporatocracy. Thank you, Maywood. You hit the nail on the head. Eric W. says, company script. Eric W. says, Ernie Ford said it best in his song. Al Rose Yay to little Ashley with daddy's support. And Maywood says, uh, Daniel Ledo, what I don't understand is why you keep listening to the neoliberals and libertarians. Even though in the history of the world, there has never been a successful government or economy following or using their policies. Muchisimas gracias por decir la verdad, Maywood. You, thank you for telling the truth. E2247, is Missouri Compromise still in play? Its line was parallel 3630 north, but it is now at GOP 49 line. I hear you, brother. Eric Hayes, enough said, no mandates needed. No. Mandates are needed because uh, it, it's either mandates needed or you stay the hell away from me. It's that simple, right? All right, Eric Hayes, I won't read that one. GOP just took it. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Lawrence Sims says, replying to Lawrence Sims, Eric Hayes, yep, two are in the states that Biden won. And the other four are doable when running on what we gave you, despite what the Republican senators voted against. All right, Eric Hayes, you can't push back if you have no voice as Ellis takes his 3-2 majority to a 4-1 super majority to stay in power and take money. Uh, uh, look, Harris County will remain a blue county and that it is a super majority blue county and that more people are moving into Harris County is what's going to be necessary for us to take the House back from 
uh, those who are killing people in, in Texas, meaning the Republican Senate and the Republican House. They are murderers. I mean, if you don't, if you have the ability to give uh, Medic Medicare to Medicaid advance, rather Medicaid, the Medicaid expansion to your people, and instead you choose to allow them to die, it's your action that's causing their death. And as such, you are a murderer. So we have a murdering legislature in Texas. And this is a Texan speaking. All right, folks, our, I'll go to our last video to just show the stupidity. And this one, Hayes, uh, Eric Hayes, you should understand quite well. Uh, take a listen, and then we'll take it from there. Last week, you admitted that businesses imposing their own vaccine, vaccine mandates are effective in getting vaccine rates up. You also said you're, quote, a defender of the employer's right to provide a healthy workplace, unquote, if they decide to impose those. Now, I understand you are not comfortable with the government, whether state or federal, imposing mandates on businesses. But wouldn't you be saving lives if you imposed a vaccine mandate on state employees who ultimately work for you? Well, it would it would probably increase vaccination rates. Uh, but it also would increase uh, the resistance of some. Some would lose their job. It would hurt their families. And uh, it would, in the broader population, also uh, create that controversy and resistance. So it's a balance there, and that's why private businesses should have the opportunity, The if they want to require a vaccination in their sensitive workplace, they ought to be able to do that. But government doesn't need to tell them to do that. I'm for reducing mandates across the board uh, in regard to the vaccinations. People will make the right decision over time when they get the right information. And so, sure, uh, Tyson's uh, have required vaccination. Their rate goes up. Others uh, are urging it to happen in their workplace. It goes up there as well. And so I think it's a balance. But what works in Arkansas is not the mandate side of it, but it's the education side uh, and businesses having the prerogative to make their own decision without the government telling them what to do. Arkansas requires children entering schools to be vaccinated for diphtheria, tetanus, uh, pertussis, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, hepatitis B, hepatitis A, chickenpox. Once it is fully approved by the FDA, would it save lives if you added the COVID vaccine to this list for mandatory vaccines for children? Uh, look at that more deeply. First of all, uh, those are state-by-state -state vaccine requirements. And so the federal government has never mandated what happens in the states. No, I, I'm asking those you. state-by-state -state decisions. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking well, about what, and, what and Arkansas mandates, and these are, these are Arkansas mandates. Absolutely. And so there may be a time in the future that you would want to mandate that in the schools, but that time is not now. Uh, we need to have more experience with that. Uh, we need to have more public acceptance of it, uh, of the vaccine. And so it could happen down the road. It also depends upon the severity of the uh, COVID outbreak and whether the cases skyrocket again or not. Right now, they're at a, a very low level in Arkansas. And so uh, it can happen. It may happen. But now is not the right time to do that. We need to know more information and to be able to build public confidence to a greater dis, uh, point, but it is a state decision. We spend a well, 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 the duck that quacks just uh, gave politics and right a super chat, $5, 1120, uh, 1121, 1221, support, fourth 
continued battle. Thank you so kindly for the support, the duck that quacks. Make US Electric, drive US Electric, your solar PV, 100% USA made clean energy. You surely try to fit that one big message into that $5 slot, the duck that quacks. I love you, my duck that quacks, because you know what? You put your money where you put your where, where you put your values, brother. Thank you so kindly for the super chat. Uh, Eric Hay says businesses are doing the government job as OSHA hasn't even approved the rules. First, you don't want the rules, and now you want the rules, brother. Could you please make up your mind? Please make up your mind. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Uh, you can't push. No, that's a different. That's a different one. Let's see what else we got here. Um. Uh, let's see. Virginia in play on Tuesday and will fall even with the help of Biden. We'll see. I don't think it, my gut feeling is more that Virginia won't fall, but if it falls. It would actually simply be following a path, a pattern that has been established for a long time. And in fact, the only person that has beaten that pattern is McAuliffe. So maybe he beat it again. Maybe he beats the averages again. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know that I believe the, 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 the um, poll from Fox News, although Fox News have been having pretty good polls. Uh, but I think there are enough voters that have already voted while there was a big, a larger lead that it could mitigate it. And I think a lot of people, when they see the Fox News poll, they're going to panic and go to vote. That's my hunch. But we'll see. I don't, you know, that's what I think. Linda Jo Kessinger says, why should community acceptance have any bearing on health crisis and the vaccine needed to deal with it? You know, that is a magic, uh, Linda Jo. That is a magic. In other words, they want, a, they want to have a vote on whether to infect the air I breathe. It's like with smokers, you know? Smokers get pissed off when you say, get out of my space. I don't want to inhale the crap you're exhaling. I don't want it, you know? It is like the oil companies that continue to pollute with, that used to continue to pollute with lead and all of that. It was killing our kids, well, it was maiming our kids, making them not less smart. And because a lot of, of a lot of the dumps and all of that are in lower class neighborhoods, there was a false acceptance that some of the lower IQs in these areas were somehow not caused by environment when we now know better. But folks, we have to get out of here. We only got one un minuto nada más nos queda, which means I need to come to you once again and say, please, if you are on YouTube. Hit that join button, become a part of the PDR Posse. If you can't see that join button, it's not there, or if you're on uh, Facebook, or you are on Twitch, or you are on Twitter, consider becoming a part of the PDR Posse by going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. I've just put that into the link, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, support us at our Patreon. Become a patron, politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Politicsonright.com says Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or of course you can always join us at PayPal, politicsonright.com slash PayPal. You can get our books at politicsonright.com slash books. Politicsonright.com slash books. And of course, our all-encompassing support. Just visit us at politicsonright.com slash support. Look, guys, I know you could be anywhere. You could be listening to anybody, but you're here with me. I'm honored. 
I want to thank you for being here, but the job is not done. Please remember, share, share, share. Tell people about Politics Done Right. By the way, I have, I, I have a special KPFT story to tell you, but I have to get it official first, and then we'll talk about it. But you guys may have something new coming. So I want to first thank you so kindly for being here with me. You got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.